Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in the Ivy League, a look inside the ancient eight teams in the Ivy League and their upcoming games with all of the stats, trends, and analysis that you want to hear. And now, here's your host, Tom Barton. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Believe in the Ivy League. This is our draft special, and this year, yeah, we have a couple of guys that we definitely want to highlight one in particular, I think, not only definitely gets drafted, he might get drafted pretty high, and I think he has a successful NFL career. So we will get into all of that today. I am Tom Barton from TomBartonSports.com. Go check me out at Tom Barton Sports over on Twitter, Tom Barton Sports over on YouTube, TomBartonSports.com. Guys, I could always use all of you guys to go get some eyes on that. And then, again, at TomBartonSports at gmail.com is how you can get in touch with me if you want to talk about the show. Look, we usually do college uh, basketball, college football during the year. We get into college baseball and, and, and the like, right? I try to give you a full range of Ivy League conversation. But during the draft, I, I always try to highlight sort of one player um, and one player that I, I think is going to go and I think that he's going to be something special. And I think that maybe he can make an impact in the Ivy Leagues. And sometimes it's hit, sometimes it's miss, right? I mean, we've been doing this podcast now for a couple of years, uh, pretty much since the pandemic, since before the pandemic, really, um, on and off. And I, I've been doing other Ivy League podcasts where I've called out uh, many, many names. I mean, going all the way back to Cameron Brait and whatnot, where I thought they'd be great. Kyle Juszczyk was was my my best Ivy League player I've ever seen play in person. I said that. Outwardly, I don't, I've never watched Ryan Fitzpatrick play. So I do tend to get a little excited, and I think that somebody's going to go a little bit higher than they normally do go. But this year, I don't think I'm overstating it. I don't think I'm overjumping it. I don't think I'm going to be doing this um, just because of an Ivy League. I, I, I think uh, Yoshivas has an opportunity to be a really tremendous player. We'll break him down in a moment, but I want to go over some of the other guys maybe that you'll hear called out on draft day. So the first thing I want to do is kind of give a uh, a nod to players. I do not think we're going to hear on draft day, but they have an opportunity to maybe catch on right after the draft. Maybe they could get, they could be that fifty third man. Guys like Nick Howard from from Dartmouth. Everybody's looking for a quarterback. Maybe him. West Rocket, uh, Junior Gaffer, Thomas Glover. A lot of sites out there um, have have talked about some of these guys, and and I'm using some of their sites. I did some of my own. I, I left some guys out. Uh, you know, the wide receiver combination of Barrett and Cooney from Dartmouth. I don't think any of these guys get drafted. Morrison, Pennsylvania. Uh, Gagnon from Brown. Joe Kelly from Cornell. Cadron Smith from Penn. Adrian Gillen from Brown. Uh, Liam from Dartmouth. Along, look, look, Josh Green is someone, okay? And this is what I want to talk about. Josh Green is somebody... Not only do I think gets on an NFL team, but I think he can play a long time in the league. Now, he's a long snapper, okay? Uh, you guys know my affinity for long snappers. I always said if my son ever played football, I wanted him to be a long snapper because they lived such a, a charmed life, according to, you know, other football players, uh, or in comparison, I should say, to other football players. But Josh Green could certainly catch on. No one's drafting a long snapper out of the Ivy Leagues in, in, in tomorrow's draft, 
Okay, it's just not happening. And they're not drafting it, well, certainly not in the first round, but they're not drafting it this weekend, right? It's just not happening. But that doesn't mean he can't catch on to a team. Not only do I think Josh Green catches on to a team, I'm pretty sure that he definitely will. Cunningham out of Cornell. Zach Bayer, I guess he has a chance. Trey Flowers, a lot of people like him. Uh, Jaden Keen, I don't see it. McCombs, classy from Princeton. Maybe he could latch on somewhere. Ryan Young, same thing from Columbia. Uh, Kyle Ellis and uh, Oldarke, both of their safeties, their strong safeties from Yale. Could I see them on a reserve squad somewhere? Yeah, maybe. And then you kind of get into, you know, the upper range. Uh, Adam Rain from Yale, Nickerson from Yale. Again, I don't see either one of their names being called this weekend, but certainly can see them in the NFL at some point. At some point. Alan Smith from Brown can certainly see him at some point. Um, you know, Borget from Harvard. I, look, maybe. Uh, Carson Bobo. Here's the thing. With, with Bobo and Princeton, normally you feel safe drafting a tight end out of an Ivy League. Normally, a tight end out of the Ivy League is not far-fetched that they would be drafted or at least, you know, grab a spot. Like I just said, you have the Kyle Juszczyk, who was a tight end, now converted to a fullback. You have the Cameron Brates, right? I mean, go up and down, down the list. You have three, four tight ends in the NFL right now uh, that are tight ends from the Ivy Leagues. Uh, you know, most of them from Harvard, but tight ends from the Ivy Leagues. I can't tell you, though, that this year would be a good year because – this is the deepest tight end class I've ever seen for a draft class ever. And there, there's a projected of six or seven guys going in the first three rounds. I just, I, I think that it's just a bad year. Matthew Jester is getting a lot of recommendations here that he might be drafted. He's getting a lot of push. Everybody needs kind of that defensive end that you could count on, that extra body, that rota- Now we're into a rotational NFL. He has a chance. I think he's got a better chance than Henry Bird, and a lot of people have Henry Bird over him. I, I, offensive line, you have a lot of them. A, a pass rusher, people feel better about taking a pass rusher and a defensive end, uh, even a run stopper. They, people feel better about taking a defensive player from a small school as opposed to an offensive tackle, who I don't know if they feel like is the prototypical offensive tackle because now all of a sudden are you right tackle, left tackle, and you might be able to move around. You have a better chance in the Ivy Leagues of being versatile offensive linemen. Truman Jones from Harvard should be drafted. And I say it with a should be because I'm nervous that he won't be. He should be drafted. He's a talented guy. Again, I just gave you the reason to draft a defensive end. He is a player that can play in this league. I do think he makes the team. I think all these guys I just mentioned, uh, you know, the last last four or five guys, I think they all would latch onto a team for certain. But I think Truman Jones deserves to be drafted. Can he get drafted into the sixth or seventh round? Yeah, I think there's a chance of it. I do. I think that that Harvard didn't have that eye-popping year probably hurts him a little bit, but people that do their due diligence, I, I could see I could too see Truman Jones going to like a Belichick. Somebody that's going to dig deep, dig deep into the situation, really look at the Ivy Leagues and understand what, what they're playing. Truman Jones has a chance. But the guy that I'm convinced about, right, that we're all convinced about is Andre Yoshibach, the wide receiver, out of Princeton. Not only do I think that he's going to get drafted, I think he's get drafted high. And all he's done is impress at every stop. I remember coming on the air after he had that phenomenal, phenomenal game against Harvard where he just made catches that, that, that made you shake your head. Yoshivas has an opportunity to be a really good NFL player. 
a really good NFL player. He's one of those guys that, yeah, the knock on him almost is that he's just a great athlete. That's almost the knock, that he's not a pure receiver. Not what I've seen. What I watched on tape, this guy could catch it from anywhere. He runs great routes. He is a, a pure athlete, but that only increases what he does out there, okay? He then went to the combine and opened up more people's eyes. He ran a 4-4-3, dash at the combine, 39-inch vertical jump, 10-foot, 8-inch broad jump, okay? He also put up 19 reps on the bench press. That, that's for a wide receiver. The guy's dynamic. Now, you can talk about his numbers were not eye-popping, you know, 66 catches, 943 yards, seven touchdowns for Princeton. But understand that that Princeton, uh, first of all, they were ahead in a lot of ga- those games. Uh, they're not exactly the most prolific passing offense with a great quarterback. And they're, they're, he's getting double teamed all the time. A- at least double teamed, maybe, maybe more. So the kid from, uh, you know, uh, well, his father came from Romania. Uh, the, the kid that all of a sudden might get lost in the Ivy League spotlight well, you know what? He's just an Ivy League guy. No, 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 he's not. He's competing with all the top Division I programs. He actually, you know, wanted to kind of go to go to Stanford. He was a big-time um, player that that had developed. At, coming out of high school, you know, I don't know. Coming out of high school, I don't think that he was, and I'm reading the scouting reports, somebody that people were going to fall all over, but he wanted to go to the Ivy Leagues. Well, why would you not? Of course. So he didn't play for a big-time program, right? He didn't play. But one of the things that he said is that talent will always be found, and it was. You know, I do believe that Yoshivash is going to be not only selected relatively high. And when I say relatively high, he's not a first-rounder, guys, not a second-rounder, probably not a third-rounder. Can I see him going in the fourth, fifth? Yes. Yes. And I, and I think he deserves... Look, he's not one of the top three, you know, even four. He's not Quentin Johnson, you know, Jackson Smith. He's not Zay Flowers, and he's not uh, Jordan Addison. Could I say he's the fifth? Could I make an argument here that he's the fifth best wide receiver in this class? Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can. But if I did, you guys would say I'm an Ivy League homer and scream and yell at me, right? But I think it is exciting. We have somebody that you can push, you can squint, and you can hope can get drafted in the top three rounds. But I think that we are pretty convinced here that he can go in the middle rounds. The thing is, is that coaching is going to mean everything, right? If he lands in a good situation, I'm going to do the show next week and find out what situation he's in. I'm going to try to get somebody from the organization to talk to me about it. Um, When he gets drafted, he has an opportunity to be an exceptional pro. His skill set, his athletic ability, what he does translates really well to the NFL level. So it's somebody to watch. Maybe we'll get two. Ivy League players drafted, but I'm pretty certain this year, almost guaranteeing that we absolutely get one. All right, guys, that's going to do it for me. Enjoy the NFL draft. Even if there's no Ivy League players, it's a fun time to to watch, but this year, we are going to be on Yoshivas Watch. Have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.